0: What does Michigan have to do to beat Alabama, the SEC champion, coached by Nick Saban, seven national titles, six at Alabama, and the best uh, coach in college football history, at least in my opinion. I don't think that's even debated anymore with his seven national titles. LSU won six at Alabama. I've got five keys that if Michigan sticks to this game plan, from what I've been told, the team... The players, the coaches is very confident that Alabama is not too big of a team for them to overcome and they can get the win and end up in Houston on January eighth, uh, for the national championship game. Number one. I love this one, right? This has been whispered to me over the last three or four weeks, like look, JJ's hobbled, right? He's got knee, he's got ankle, he's hurt. That's what happened, right? Okay, everything's mixed up. We're just trying to get wins. We're trying to beat Penn State in the road with less than a day notice. We're trying to get the win. JJ shouldn't even have played against Maryland, was I was told. And then Ohio State, get that win, okay? We're going to pull him back in the garage though. but the Kaepernick plays. Now, what do we mean by the Kaepernick plays? Let's not make this political. The Kaepernick plays. Jack, let's throw up the stats. 2012 divisional round on the road, okay? The 49ers on the road against, I believe it was on the road, I'm pretty sure it was, um, against the Green Bay Packers. Colin Kaepernick in his first year as a starting quarterback in the NFL 16 carries. It doesn't say 16 completions. That's 16 carries for quarterback. 181 yards. Eleven yards per carry. Two touchdowns. 56 yard was his longest run. The Kaepernick plays is the read option, which JJ has done a great job of throughout his career. It was really kind of what he was put into the game for a lot as a freshman and you know spot times. Did a couple times here and there as a sophomore. Really haven't seen a ton this year. The most Important plays that read option is when JJ kind of took it and that play in the third quarter against Ohio State on the road of 2022, where he kind of came around the option, about to get seven, eight yards, took out like three Ohio State defenders and knocked them all down and got forced out of bounds, still standing. The Colin Kaepernick plays. Michigan feels that they're going to struggle to pass the ball. I think that's just what the fans do, but they know that the Alabama secondary is packed full of super future NFL stars, number one draft picks, et cetera, et cetera. But the Colin Kaepernick, how about next year, right? The 2013 uh, NFC Championship game against the uh, against the Seattle Seahawks, which they lost, right? That was actually the game, the Richard Sherman screaming game, Jack, if you remember that one where you're like, blah, blah, all that stuff. Um, who was that about? The wide receiver uh, whose name's escaped me at the moment. 11 carries, 130 yards against a Pete Carroll led team, right? You think about the coaches who had the most success in the NFL in college, just like Jim Harbaugh. Pete Carroll, over the past 15 or 20 years, 11 carries, 130 yards. Again, 11.8 yards per carry, more than 10 yards per carry, three touchdowns, and along a 58 yards. So those are the Kaepernick players. We'll keep talking about these keys to victory. But I'll ask you guys this question. Have you subscribed to our YouTube channel yet? Because now is the time. I'll be on location for the Rose Bowl out in L.A. next week. I'll probably do a little you know, inside scoop, hotel video, et cetera. We'll have a lot of content for you. We'll be live on Wednesday. Uh, the 27th is the date on that one. Our last live show of 2023 before Michigan-Alabama. Subscribe to the channel. Let me know down in the comments if it's yes. Show you some love. If it's no. Tell me what we can do to get your subscription here on YouTube. It's free. Michigan's advantage here is the read option, right? Alabama, and Michigan knows, right? They know that JJ McCarthy is not maybe as high-end fast down the sidelines as Colin Kaepernick. He's a step slower, but he's probably the fastest quarterback Michigan has had outside of Denard Robinson. Over the past 30 years, right? I don't think that's pretty. Uh, that's crazy to say. Um, Auburn exposed Alabama. Okay, they had 200 plus yards rushing. They were doing the read option that Auburn, with multiple coaches, had been known for for about 15, 16, 17 years, running that read option. Their quarterback Peyton Thorne, who was a cast off to Michigan State, he was getting 50 plus running yards. That's where Michigan is going to make an impact. Letting JJ you know, hand the ball off. Hand the ball off. Oh, no, pull it back and run, right? 10 yards, 15 yards, and all you need is that one crease. And sometimes with these elaborate blocking schemes Michigan has, that one crease doesn't have to come with J.J. making a move or the Alabama defense reading the wrong way. It could come from, oh, that right tackle? He's just going to take a step back, Trent A. Jones, and dart across the field that way. J.J., handoff, read option, play quorum that way, reads the defensive end, boom, going this way, and the, the, you know, the right tackle pulls, the left tackle pulls either side takes out the outside guy, creates a crease for J.J., boom, he is gone, 20 yards, 30 yards, one man to beat, maybe a long touchdown for Michigan. Keep an eye out for this when the game starts. Maybe they won't pull it out right away, but they're going to set up Alabama to just, okay, it's not working. Blake Corham, two yards. Zion Edwards, one yard. Blake Corham, three yards. Where's the running game? It's not working. Pull back. <laughs> J.J. McCarthy, let's see a 30-40. That's Shea Harrison running 2008, uh, 2018 against Wisconsin. They were exposed by Auburn. JJ McCarthy, though, is clearly uh, was not 100 percent. Right, the last month of the season uh, took a hit against uh, Purdue, uh, ankle injuries, knee against Penn State. Still played against Maryland, although maybe he shouldn't have. I don't know. And then it was you know healthy enough to get the job done against Ohio State and Iowa. But this month off has done a you know been better for nobody other than JJ McCarthy. And uh, I think you're going to see the best McCarthy you're going to get in this 2023 season coming up against Alabama. I should say at least the healthiest since he's been, frankly, probably since the Michigan State game there when Michigan won 49 to nothing up in uh, Spartan Stadium uh, what, the seventh or eighth game of the season. I don't think Michigan's going to be able to bully Alabama. This is just too big of a team, too fast of a team, and too disciplined of a team. But if they can get misdirection all that Auburn playbook, all maybe the Georgia playbook that they used to some success early on, but for some reason went away from it. Michigan's going to get this win against Alabama. Number two, you got to break tendency. I've talked about this plenty of times over the last year. Jack and I went to the national title game with a couple people last year here at Chat Sports, planning on covering Michigan, LA. Um, by the way, it was a brutal game. And it rained. I was in the press box, and it was even raining in the press box because they had extended press box, etc. cetera. Um, So Michigan's going to have to break Tendency. I'll tell you about what those TCU players said to us about Michigan and Tendency. I'll tell you about what Michigan needs to do to break the Tendency to beat Alabama in a second. But before I do, I got to tell you about prize picks. It is awesome. I love prize picks. It's just you versus the numbers. You can mix and match sports. I can make a prize pick on the NBA, NFL, college football, college basketball, NBA, college football. I get a reboot policy, right? If a player gets injured in the first half, doesn't return, boom, doesn't hurt me with my prize pick submission. And you can do flex play, right? If I put five selections in, I can still get a win if I get four right or three right. Daily fantasy made easy. You just pick more or less on two to six players, and you submit your prize picks for the game. They've got some awesome promotions. Every day during the holiday season, now with their Pixmas promotions. So make sure you log into the app, see what the promotions are during this holiday season for Pixmas. Here are my prize picks. I put one in yesterday, I put one in for Michigan, Alabama. I put a five, I've never done a five bagger before that I picked them all. I've got more than 16 and a half rushing yards for JJ McCarthy, more than 32 and a half for Jalen Milgro. I've got more for 36 and a half receiving yards for Colson Loveland. Less than 71.5 rushing yards. I hope I'm wrong, but I think I've got reasons that I've just showed you with that read option why I might not be. And then less, I don't think Alabama's gonna be able to pass the ball with a you know not accurate quarterback and less than stellar receiver crew than they've had in the past. I put twenty-five bucks on that. All right, kept twenty-five in my count just to make this bet. So I'm going all or nothing on this price pick season before I put more money in for the NBA and in baseball. Win myself 250 bucks, but if I only get 4 right, I get two much times the money. If I get 3 right, I get 10 bucks back so I don't lose the entire thing. That's how e- easy it is to play with Price Picks. And you get yourself a $100 deposit match up to $100 if you use code CLNS when you sign up and make your first deposit. If you using the link, PricePicks.com slash CLNS. That's PricePicks.com slash CLNS. Link is in the live chat. Link is in the comments. And link is in the description of today's Michigan Football Report. How about some self-scouting? Break tendency, you got to do it with self-scouting. It didn't happen for Michigan in 2021 against Georgia. It didn't happen for Michigan in 2022 against TCU. Michigan cannot be easy to prep for. What those TCU players told Jack and I at media day, two days before playing Georgia, is they knew when Ben Bredesen came in the game it was going to be a run play to his side of the field. They knew when J.J. McCarthy set a guy in motion left to right, They were trying to pull a defender that way and they were going to throw short to this guy. Boom! Pick six. Pick six. We talked to both players who picked six J.J. McCarthy. Both of them said to a man we knew exactly what was coming when that play. So it wasn't an athletic thing. It's like Michigan just did not switch up their play calls against TCU. I think it was coaching malpractice and that is what it was. But nevertheless Michigan needs to self-scout themselves. They need to break tendency. Right? So if Diamond Edwards is in the game, at wide receiver, right? What, what do they normally do? I, I haven't scouted every single play and gone back every single one, but certainly Alabama is going to Certainly the defensive staff is going to do On defensive staff, offensive staff. And it doesn't mean just on offense. It means on defense as well. When Mike Sanders was in the game, does that mean Michigan is only playing the pass so Alabama's going to get a run him? When Ernest House was in the game, does that mean he's only spying Jalen Milo They will take advantage of that. So whatever you think, right? If I was Jim Harbaugh, I would say to two coaches on offense, two coaches on defense – Give me a game plan of how you'd stop us. Give me a game plan on how you absolutely dominate this defense. And then let's not do that when we play Alabama, because if you do, they're going to know exactly what's going to happen. And maybe you're going to get more of those pick sixes that J.J. McCarthy unfortunately threw too many times against TCU. Next up your lead receivers can't be Roman Wilson and Cornelius Johnson, because if it is, that's going to be like three catches for 27 yards, four catches for 42 yards, and Michigan is going to lose the game. Where Michigan has an advantage is, is the safety position or that star position, Malachi Nelson, etc. And the linebackers trying to cover Colson Loveland, AJ Barner, and the Don. You're not going to throw in this Alabama secondary with Roman Wilson and uh and Cornelius Johnson as your two leading wide receivers. Toss up that secondary if you're correct, for me, Jack. Here's what that Alabama's got. They play five players in their secondary, typically just like Michigan, a 4 2 5. Michigan kind of plays a 2 2 2 5, right? Two edge, two middle guys, two linebackers, and then you know five defensive backs most times. That's the typical base set. Kool-Aid McKinnon Street, first team AP All American cornerback, one of three. Terrier Arnold, first team AP all American cornerback. Two of three of the cornerbacks. And then Caleb Downs, true freshman, second-team AP All-American. He's actually a safety jack, I believe. But nevertheless, Caleb Downs, safety. Michigan's wide receivers, they're not going to get big plays in these guys. They're just not. Right? I would say even if this was Chad Henney with Jason Avant, Brandon Edwards, and Steve Bresson, that would be the best Michigan's going to do over the past 25 years. Maybe you know uh, uh, Adrian Arrington and, uh, and Mario Manningham, et cetera. I mean, it's just – not going to happen for Michigan to get big downfields. In fact, that's where Michigan struggled the most this entire season. They have really struggled throwing downfield in the pocket, especially in the red zone. Colson Loveland, Diamond Edwards, I think it's been kind of malpractice of how Michigan's used Edwards despite the fact he's got 30 catches this year, no touchdowns for the Don, only 249 yards receiving. That's well less than 10 yards per per catch, right? That'd be 300 yards at 10 yards per catch. So in general, if Diamond Edwards, Colson Lovin, or A.J. Barner are Michigan's leading two or three wide receivers, I think that's going to signal a win for this team, right? Colson Lovin, uh, I'm sorry, uh, A.J. Barner is tied with Diamond Edwards at 249 yards. Few less catches, only 22 catches, but he's got that one touchdown uh, against Purdue. Right? I think it was that just absolutely dying, beautiful catch where McCarthy threw it. Didn't even know how it fit in between those two guys, came over the shoulder, etc. Um, A.J. Barner could be an unsung hero. On offense, right? If you got McKinnistry, you got Arnold on Quinlese Johnson, on either Tyler Morris or Roman Wilson, et cetera, who can they put on A.J. Barner, post Lovin, or the Don? To you stop him? I think Michigan's got a major advantage there, and Michigan's offensive game plan needs to use that advantage to score points and to get the ball down the field. Next up, look, I think the fact that Alabama beat Georgia and the fact that Jalen Miro threw. Uh, Hail Mary, 31 yards, when he's got two two men rushing him. And it's just changed the perceptions. Like people forgot who Alabama was most of the year, right? This is a team that's given up more sacks than almost anybody in college football. They're like number 122 getting sacks given up. It's not Cam Newton you're facing out there, right? You're not damn Newton. But if it was, how could Jim Harbaugh fare against Cam Newton? Well, he played him in the playoffs, right? The 2013 NFL play, NFC playoffs. The Panthers were the number one seed. And he went 15-25 for 267. But Michigan, I'm sorry, San Francisco... Sacked him five big times, right? Um, he's big-bodied like Cam Newton. He does not have the high-end speed. Certainly doesn't have the arm strength and accuracy. Ten carries for 54 yards in a 23-10 home loss. The 49ers got the win on the road against the Panthers. So Jim Harbaugh can do it, right? He has done so well in the NFL in postseason games. It's such just, just an interesting thing that he struggled so much in college football postseason, postseason games. But so Miller and Alabama, they win if any of these things or multiple of these things happens, right? If he can scramble to get yards on call, called passing plays, right? Where it's not a quarterback read or a draw or something like that. If Michigan's got guys running over the field, they're trying to cover downfield, and he can take off, Michigan doesn't account for him, boom, he's going to get that. Uh, if a if shot put blaster are complete, right? I say that because he doesn't throw the ball like a Joe Burrow or Patrick Mahomes, where it's like this. He throws it like this. Right? It's like a just look, chuck it up there like Trace McSorley used to do at, uh, at Penn State and hope your wide receiver you know, is wide open or outmuscles the man for the play. Michigan's got to you know, stop those, knock those down, intercept those, or uh, you know, Alabama's going to get the win. And then if the read option has early success, they're going to try and do some of the same things Michigan's going to do. Get the quarterback outside of the tackles on the run. If they've got success, it might end up in an Alabama win. How about this one? Playing to win. Coaching to win. They didn't do it against TCU, but I feel the last two Ohio State games just got to be the mindset for this team, okay? You went to Columbus two years ago. You're throwing, you know, Kalel Mong's jump passes, right? You're going the Don. You're doing an orbit motion fake, stepping up, throwing down the field in the third quarter to true freshman Colson Lovell who barely got any playing time so far that year. That's the mindset, a winning mindset. Last year, or this year against Ohio State, a winning mindset, the Don Pass. Going forward on fourth and one, going forward on fourth and two, getting those plays, letting JJ McCarthy roll out, throw against the grain to get a first down when you had to keep the ball to keep the uh, you know the, the the drive going to go up by six in the fourth quarter. Has Michigan learned from the two college football playoff losses? Okay, um, they've got to have a great uh, you know a creative game plan, and frankly, and I'm just gonna read it off what it says on the screen right there. Is this is a legacy game for a lot of people? Uh, I think it's a legacy game for the show, Jack. I think it's a legacy game for the show. Um, We got to put in our prep. You as fans got to put in your prep. You got to cheer to the best of your ability, whether it's at the stadium in Pasadena at the Rose Bowl, if it's at home, the team can feel it. Um, And it's a legacy game for these players, right? If JJ McCarthy zero three in the College Football Playoff, I mean, there's just going to be so many haters and doubters, and Michigan's got to get this win to just solidify. Everything that's happened after that disastrous 2020 season. You come with a game plan. You play to win. Don't get intimidated by the name on the front of the jersey or who's coaching on the other side of the field. Coach like you're going to win. Just like you've done against Ohio State the last three years, and Michigan's going to get this win. will be in the national championship game. January 8th in Houston. It's Houston or bus. So just comment Houston as many times as you can. Put in the effort, type in Houston as many times as you can as you expect from Michigan football players and coaches as they prep for this win over Alabama coming up on January 1st. Keep typing Houston in the live chat, in the comments. And I'll type it as well. Go Blue.